Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey. Peace and love, my gods and goddesses. This is Rawthentic Media coming back at you live and again. It is 7 p.m., February 15th, and we will begin shortly at 7.15. What we're going to do right now is take a couple of minutes right now to play some music to let everybody get a chance to join in on the call and on the chat line. I'll be joined by the noble Terrell Ali. This is Brother Moore. Tonight's guest will be Brother Mustafa, and tonight's topic will be Understanding Yoruba. But take a little time right now, and what we're going to do is listen to some music. Thank you. Peace. Now, 
Brother Moore, Brother Monte SU, also will be joining us. This will be an elevating night. So sit back and relax. This is, once again, Raw Authentic Media. We're about to go in. Peace. Five, 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 five
for the differences, the Oshun society, we learn to honor women. You know, there's an Odu in Ifa, for those who know Ifa, Oshe Tua. You know, that means that Oshe Tua taught me that we have to honor women to be blessed. You know, a lot of people are always seeking blessings in various religions. But Oshe Tua helped me. Oshe Tua helped me to see that, you know, if we don't honor women, we're not going to be blessed. You know? Now, the appointing, the appointing society is a royal society. You know, you're initiated just like a mason. It's similar to masonry, you know? And, I mean, you know, you got a handshake. You got to know how to greet and respond. And it's a royal society. And I'm affiliated with kings in uh, England, Nigeria, and America. And um, me, I'm just a student. You know, I'm a whole body. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to say better than any other man and woman in the audience tonight. I'm just trying to tell you that I'm just a man that was just wisdom, and I was chosen to do this, this this uh tradition. You know, so that's why I do it. Some people discourage me, so you know, um, when I received Ifa last year, well, actually 2013, Ika Meiji won me. Yeah, some people are going to distract me, or they don't want me to do Ifa, but you know, I'm still here. You know, I can I can chant. Ifa, you know, I can um, read a a rogbo is the bitter nuts. I can read them. I could also read Obiabata, which is a cola nut. I could also sacrifice. That's my special special skill. I know how to sacrifice. And I'm also familiar with many medicines as well, you know. And um, even my godfather, he taught me a good medicine to protect us against uh, STDs and those things. You know, there's medicines like that. We have very special medicine. You know, I mean, you know, FDA, I respect them, you know, because they take care of us in the hospital. But we have traditional medicine that, uh, you know, you're not going to see around FDA in the hospitals, you know. So that's one of the traditional medicine I was taught and, and skilled in, you know. And I'm open to any questions and answers as well. Does anybody have any questions? I can continue to speak more if you'd like, you know. I wanna yeah. I wanna make this so interesting. That's what's up. Continue my brother too. We'll have some questions for you. Okay. You want me to continue? Yeah. Okay, well, um, I'll tell you what happened, to how, how I got involved in the Yoruba tradition. I'm, I'm, I'm currently 32 years old. When I was 22 years old, um, I, I got affiliated with the National African Religious Congress of Philadelphia. I met Girl Mambo Angela. And the reason why I got affiliated is because, you know, I was just one of those other people that needed an answer to problems in my life. You know, I, I started getting readings, you know. Girl Mambo Angela is the president of the National African Religious Congress in Philadelphia. And she's actually a Haitian voodoo priestess. And with all, with all due respect, you know, I respect Haitian people, but I'm not Haitian. So, I mean, I had an opportunity to get initiated into Haitian voodoo. I did not do it, but I actually went to a voodoo party. You know, I spent time with her and her, her group there in Philadelphia. You know, they predicted for me. They, they prepared a spiritual bath for me, you know, and they predicted for me. You know, and from there, I'm from Boston originally. I also uh, used to practice Santeria, you know, the Cuban Santeria. Steve Quintana, 
at the time gave me what you call in Spanish, goreros. Goreros mean the warriors. I used to have the warriors. I used to worship the warriors. You know, and the warriors is Elegua, Ogun, and uh, Osun. Osun, those are all the, and Ochoshi as well. Those are all the warriors. You know, um, the warriors can open up the paths for us when we're, when we're having difficulties in life. You know, for those who don't understand what what it means when you worship it. You know, it opens up paths. Ogun clears the path. You know, Oshun is like a guardian. So, you know, from there, you know, I did more research because I'm actually a guy that's been to college. So I did more research, and um, I found the National African Religious Congress. And Girl Mamba Angela, I, I'm very grateful to her. She gave me the directory of the National African Religious Congress. So from there, I found um, many different um, traditions worldwide. That means that African traditions, like from Ghana, Nigeria, and then even the Latin people, you know, like the Puerto Ricans, you know, uh, the Brazilians, uh, the Colombians, the you know, uh, Cubans, you know, they have the Santeria and the Palo, you know, uh, Haitians, Voodoo, uh, what can I say, Trinidad, have Shango Baptist. You understand, Jamaican people have their own tradition, the Obia. You know, in Rasta, you know what I'm saying? Even uh, Africa, Yoruba tradition. So I chose the Yoruba tradition because I did. I, I read a lot of um, literature, and I learned from the Cubans that, yes, the Santeria was traced back to the Yoruba tradition. I met Chief Obatina Awoshika in 2007. I was initiated into the two um, Yoruba societies, and I've learned how to chant Yoruba. I've learned how to do sacrifice. Sacrifice in Yoruba means Ebo. Above means that if somebody does a reading for you, I'll give you an example. If somebody did a reading for you and predicted that you're going to be sick or you're going to die or you're going to lose something, for example, we have to do what you call EBO. Above means, yes, you can sacrifice a live animal or you can cook a food and sacrifice it to the gods and goddesses of the Yoruba tradition. So that means that, you know, we're praying to ward off that evil or the or the Ajogun, you know, because they call them the eight warlords, you know, like death, Sickness, loss, paralysis, um, big trouble, fighting, imprisonment, and so forth. You know, they, they call those the Ajagoons. You know, we know how to uh, ward those negatives off. And we pray for what you call Ire. Ire means long life. You know, long, um, what else? Um, you can be, if you're a man, you're blessed with a wife. You're blessed with children. You're blessed with money. You know, blessed with protection and so forth. So that's what we call Ire. You know, when we do our readings, that's what, we, what, what we're praying for, Ire. You know, if your reading comes up with Ibi, Ibi means neg negativity, we sacrifice against that. You know, when um, we always pray for Ashe. Ashe in Yoruba tradition means may it be so. And regardless of what you do, what, what type of trade you have in your life, we, we try to apply the tradition to our trades in life. Like me, for example, I'll give you an example of who I actually am. I'm a musician, I'm a martial artist, and I'm a traditional Yoruba expert for seven years. I have seven years' experience since I've been initiated. So I'm a martial artist. I, I'm currently doing Aikido now. I'm also a musician. I have a hit song in Germany, for example. You know, and it's also on the radio in the United States. It's called Mighty Ja. But I'm not here to promote that. I'm just here to talk about um, Yoruba tradition. The point I'm trying to make is that, you know, a lot of people ask me that are not in this religion, you know, why do I worship? You know, a lot of the Nigerians have converted from uh, Yoruba tradition uh, because of colonialism, I believe, to either Christianity or Islam. 
you know, and we have the Yoruba tradition. It's all over the world still. And um, it's prominent in England, Nigeria, America, and also in the Latin countries as well, in Caribbean as well. Um, and it's also in Europe, other parts of Europe, even Japan. I've heard, you know, places like Japan, the, the people that worship the Yoruba tradition there as well. So um, the literature, I want to teach you a difference now. If you have a, when we say godfather, godmother, that means that that's the person that's your master in this tradition. They're teaching you some wisdom. Also, um, when they say godchildren, godchildren, I'm a godchild. I'm a student learning the tradition. So the way how you learn from your godmother and godfather, you know, you're not going to learn in a book. So you can go to any store. You can go online and do all your research. I did not. The things I learned from my godfather, I didn't learn in a book. But the reason why I do have books is because they're trying to preserve the tradition in the universities, like in England, Nigeria, and America, and so forth. They're trying to preserve the tradition. And it's not just um, Nigerian tradition. It's other cultures, even Eastern philosophy. I mean, I'm not initiated in Eastern philosophy, for example, but because I'm a martial artist too, uh, I have many books of myself from the, from, from the East, you know, like uh, The Art of War by Sun Tzu, for example. You know, um, Zen leadership skills, you know, by Shambhala, you know, so forth. You know, I like martial arts. You know, I like Asian people, Indians. You know, I like them too. You know, we as Africans, we watch their films. We're inspired by them as well. But um, the, the, the honest truth is that I'm actually initiated in Yoruba tradition, meaning, yes, I was actually, the way I was initiated, I was cut, you know, on my body by a clean razor, and they rubbed traditional medicine on my body to receive a certain powerful skill. So it, I would say that I have certain supernatural skills. You know, the way I chant, there's some yoga masters in, in Africa. When they chant for you, they can heal you in different ways. For example, let's say you're bitten by a snake. You know, they can remove the poison from your body by chanting an incantation. Just giving you an example. I'll give you another example. If, a, if an aggressive dog was chasing you, if, you're, if you knew this tradition, you can you can chant to stop an aggressive dog from chasing you. I live in Rhode Island. I worked in Coventry, Rhode Island before. Imagine me. I was working selling um selling Verizon in Coventry, Rhode Island. That's the country part of Rhode Island. And they have foxes, aggressive foxes. <laughs> and I survived in an area like that. The cops had to pull me over and say, "Hey, I don't want you working at this time of night." I'm just giving you an example. This and, and that's why I told King G who invited me here. That, you know, um, I'm not trying to frown at any other religion, whether you're a Christian, Muslim, or Jew, or any other religion. I'm just trying to ask people, you know, look at yourself and see what's practical, what's, what works. You know, there's a lot of religions out there. Some people are living off a of blind faith, you know. And then there's man-made religion. When I said man-made, that means that there's some men that have been in a situation where they've probably been discriminated against, where they had some conflict. And they decided to start their own, own group, you know, to kind of rebel, you know what I'm saying? But the law, we already know the law is watching us, you know. We already know that. And I'm not prejudiced, you know. We have white people that are in this tradition, like Philip Namark. Who else can I say? Um, I will um, follow Kumfatumbi. Those are some white people that have been initiated in the Yoruba tradition, for example. We have a lot of Latin, Latinos and South Americans who have been initiated as well because, um, they had the money and the time to do so. They went to Nigeria. And being um, me being affiliated with the National African Religious Congress, you know, they have conferences all over the world, including South America, 
and uh, the Caribbean as well, in the United States, um, Canada, and so forth. So, like I said, I have literature here. The reason why I have literature here is because, you know, if you're a person that's literate, you can read it. Some of the masters of this tradition in Nigeria, um, they didn't have a Western education with all due respect, but they were educated in this tradition by their family. And families in Nigeria, some of them have what you call the gods and the goddesses, or what you call the Orisha, or Ifa, in their family, and they're given certain names. Like, for example, I was given the name Orisha Talabi through Ifa. That means that a Babalao did a reading for me, and it was a name, it was, it's kind of like a naming ceremony. I'm going to tell you how the naming ceremony um, works in Nigeria. How it works in the Yoruba tradition is if you're in the tradition or if you have a newborn baby, they'll do a, a reading for you. And then they'll give you your name, your spiritual name. So I'll, I'll break down what Arisha Shalabi means. Arisha means God, you know, somebody who's a member of this tradition. You know, it's a god or goddess in the tradition. Shalabi means I was covered in white. So Arisha Shalabi means I was covered in white. You know, I'm a, I'm a Batala family member. But my lineage is traced back to Shango. Shango is, is a king, you know, the tradition. You know, and um, being a member of the Aborni Society, there is a king in Nigeria that I'm familiar with through literature, Oba Adeyemi III. Oba, I'll translate it for you. Oba means king. Adeyemi is, is a traditional Yoruba name. Um, I, unfortunately, I don't know what Adeyemi means, but the third is he's one of the 30 kings of the Shango, um, Shango Palace in Oyo, Nigeria. You know, that's where the, the, the palace is for Shango in Nigeria, for those who are interested. You know, so he's, I know he's in his 70s. You know, I've seen that. He's in his 70s. My godfather is what you call Oba. Oba is another title for king in Nigeria. I'm only familiar with three titles of kings in Nigeria. And when I say king, this is not gang affiliated. This is real kings. Just like in England. You know, England still have kings. I'm going to name the three titles. Oni is a, is a title of a king. My godfather's um, name is Oni Egbedoyin. Okay, from Obatola Temple. My godfather is Obatunde Aoshika. He lives in Bronx, New York. And then they also have what you call the Alafin. The Alafin is from Oyo, you know, Shango family. You understand? So there are three titles of kings I'm familiar with. And, you know, even in the Bible, those who read your Bible and your Quran, you know, they speak about kings. Yes, kings still exist. I've heard about uh, even in Arabia, um, Salman is the new king now. You know, the other king passed away. He was used about 90. So, you know, there are kings still, still uh, uh, you know, around in the world, you know. My godfather is very nice to me. He taught me the tradition very humbly. You know, he didn't, uh, how can I put it? He didn't look at me like I'm less than him or, or more than him. He taught me the Yoruba tradition. You know, he taught, he taught black Americans. He taught Africans. He taught Latinos. There's a man in New York, for example, called Lazaro, a Latin man, for example, I don't know what country he's from, if he's Puerto Rican or et cetera, or, uh, but, he, but that's one of his students, a Latin student, you know. So I'm just giving you an example that my godfather has initiated people out of African race. You know, so we, we are all seeking wisdom and knowledge and understanding, you know, and me personally, I'm not prejudiced. I mean, I've been, when I was a, a youth growing up, yeah, I've been initiated, I, I, I've, been, I've been introduced to certain religions that are prejudiced, but that's not what I want to do. You know, our goal, the, the Yoruba tradition's essence is to live long, to have children, and have a good life. And also, through divination, we're trying to solve problems in life. In this tradition, 
you know, people who, who, who are initiating this tradition used to solve the kings and queens' problems in Nigeria. For example, let's say you look at yourself. What if you were a king or a queen? You need somebody to solve your problem. A good awo or a good babalao would come to you. He would serve you. Or, or she would serve you. And if they could not solve your problem, they were in prison. That's how serious it was in the ancient days in Nigeria. You know? So the point I'm trying to make is that I'm just solving problems. You know what I mean? I'm not prejudiced to any race. You know, some of these religions are prejudiced to the races. That's not what I'm doing. You know, that's not my, my, my point. My point is to solve problems. Even even in my own life, I saw problems back when I was 22. You know, I mean, I used to do everything. I was in the, I'm in the music industry, you know. I lived that life, hustling and all that. You know, I'm just trying to inspire you. You know, I got readings and I changed my life, you know, for the better. You know, and we'll, you know, um, every year they predict in Nigeria, every June, they have, they have the Ifa festival. I'm going to call it Odun Ifa. Odun Ifa is the Ifa festival. That means the best Babalawos, the top Babalawos predict for Nigeria and the world. The, the Odu, for those who understand in the audience, Edingbe. Edingbe is one of the, the 256 Odus. The, those are the scriptures of Ifa. So let me break that down for you now. The scriptures of Ifa in the Yoga tradition, you, they expect us to memorize them by our head, Okay. Because some of the masters, as I mentioned previously, they did not have a Western education. I mean, they could not read or write, but they still had this knowledge in their head. Memorization is twice as harder than reading a book. You get it? <laughs> Very, it's twice as harder. So the, a lot of these masters, you know, like I said, I'll tell you what it means. The masters told us that we must be, be careful with fighting. You know, be careful with fighting. You know, this is this is one of the most important things we've been warned about. You know, I just want to share the, the wisdom with you guys. It's on the Internet, too, you know. You can find this prediction on the Internet if you do your own research. It, it, it means be careful with fighting. You know, we have to take care of our wives, for example. You know, we have to do our sacrifices, our rituals. You know, we're going to have more converts in this tradition. You know, um, what else can I say? More people are going to get into Ifa. Uh, uh, for those who don't know what Ifa means, Ifa means the wisdom of God. Arumila is the prophet, okay, in this tradition. Arumila, he was the wisest amongst the other gods or the other Arumila in the Yoruba tradition. Um, so, like I said, through divination, for those who are not involved in this tradition, I just want to inspire you by saying that if you get your divination or your reading, you know, if you have a certain problem in your life, regardless of your religion, you can, you can find a solution to your problem by doing embo. Embo means sacrifice. That means sometimes we have to sacrifice animals or we have to sacrifice food, you know, and so forth. We have to sacrifice even clothes, you know. There's different things we sacrifice for blessing, you know. And medicine, we also have traditional medicine, charms, talismans. You know, I have certain charms. I have a charm for business, for example. I have a charm for protection against witchcraft. I have a charm to protect my life. I'm just saying examples. You know, I wear the traditional beads to be a patriot of the tradition. You know, I have, a, I have an Ifa bracelet on my, on my what, left wrist. I have a Barcelona beads on my neck. I have the, the, the beads of our society on my neck. I have Shango beads on my neck right now. You know, some people don't like me for wearing beads, but I'm just trying to tell you that. Look at the Latin, Latin people. They wear all the beads. You know, Yorubas, they wear beads of the chiefs and kings. Some of them wear the beads of the gods, too. Latin people, they wear the God. The Latin people wear the, the, the beads of the gods and goddesses. 
I used to be in Santeria. You know, I used to have at least like five beads on my neck. You know what I'm saying? When I used to do Santeria. So, I mean, the reason why I converted, I'm African. And the second reason why, with all due respect to Cubans, is that at that time I couldn't afford it. Because whether you're Cuban or you're Nigerian, some, some, some people are going to have to spend a lot of money to get initiated into this tradition. Some people have spent $10,000 to be initiated. You know, it's like being a pastor and imam, like I told all the other brothers and sisters. You know? I mean, me, I didn't spend that much money because my godfather broke it down for me. Uh, I'll tell you, when I joined the Morning Society, I spent $1,000. When I joined the Oshun Society, I spent 2500 But I received something. You know, I received traditional items. And I received medicine and so forth. I received instruction. You know, they 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 put traditional uh, scars on my body, you know, head to toe, so forth. I know how to chant, like as I mentioned previously. I could read Obiabata, which is the call the regular colonel. I could read Orogo, which is bitter colonel. And I also know how to a sacrifice to the gods. I mean, I know what the gods accept and not accept. You know, to each each and every god in the Yoga tradition, you have to know what to what to give them. You know, and what their taboos are. That means there's certain things you can't give them. Like you see, Ifa, you could cook food for them, for example. You could pray to Ifa, put food down, you know, sacrifice. You know, we're praying to live long in this tradition. We're praying to ward off every negativity and to have have blessings. Um, is there any questions or comments right now? I don't want to feel like I'm preaching too long, you know. Yeah, brother, do you. Um... Do you have a, can you tell us about uh, Yoruba and the Igbo, the Igbo nation, ancient Igbo people? Uh, I want you to speak uh, more loud on your reception, brother, so I can hear you clearly. Okay. Yoruba, we have a question about Yoruba and the ancient Igbo people of Nigeria. Your question is Yoruba and ancient Egypt, you said? No, the Igbo people, ancient Igbo. Ancient Igbo? No, I-G-B-O, it's the people from Nigeria. Igbo, Igbo. Igbo, she, she, she. Okay, Igbo, Igbo, okay. Well, I'll tell you what I know about the Igbo. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know much about the Igbo, but what I do know is this. Before I say anything, I just want to tell you one thing I learned from this tradition Whatever we don't know about, we don't speak about. But I'll tell you what I do know about the Igbos. The Igbos have gods and goddesses in their tradition as well. They worship similar to the Yorubas. You know, I understand that the Igbos, you know, some tribes had wars with other tribes. You understand? So that's what I know about the Igbo. The Igbo had wars with other tribes. You understand? I even know some, some I, know, I know a beautiful Igbo sister in Massachusetts too. That, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I do know. I know that the Igbos have gods, goddesses in their tradition too. You know, but um, as I mentioned again, you know, some of the, the people are converted from, um, you know, because um, they're converted from tradition um, to either Christianity or Islam because of colonialism. You know, some of us, some of our people are losing tradition because of colonialism or, or conversion. You get it? So the only way you can, you can really uh, go back to tradition is through uh, college. You understand? Like I said, literature. You know, but there's still masses around. You know, I know, I know. For example, I spoke to a prince in Texas. His name is Prince Adeyemi Ogunde. You know, that's just an example. Do do the National African Religious Congress. I'm just telling you. I know there's a prince there. There's a lot of member. There's a lot of um, Yoruba people in uh Florida. You know, uh Georgia, even in New York. There's a lot of people that worship the Yoruba tradition there. Even my godfather. His his, his temple is on East 170 in Bronx. 
you know, we're always looking for new members for anybody who's interested, you know. But um, I hope I answered your question. If I didn't answer it, I'll, I'll feel free to ask me again, please. No, that was fine. That's fine. I mean, I'm willing to answer any more questions or comments. If not, I can keep on speaking if you'd like. Okay, well, um, at this time, uh, let's see um, if we can get some questions from the call line. Okay, um, I'm going to take a caller right now from Western Pennsylvania. If there's anybody from Western Pennsylvania, feel free to speak up as soon as you're unmuted. Just, just tell them to speak clearly to the reception, please, because you know, I, I, you know, you, you, you sound kind of low. Some of you sound low. I want you to, okay. all, I want to hear you well so I can respond. Okay. But yes, do we have a, a caller here from Western Pennsylvania on the line? Hello. Hello. I'm here. You got a new me out, brother. I'm here. I'm here. How are you? Okay. Do we have a caller on the line from North Carolina? Hello, peace Hello. brothers. How are you? Great. How are you? How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Um, I just had a question about um, Yin and Yah. I don't know if I'm saying it correctly or not, but um, I've been told in Okay. Um, I was told in two different readings that um, she is trying to get my attention, and I I don't know what I don't know how to uh, grasp her. I, I'm I'm new, so I don't know anything about the Yoruba uh, religion. But I was told in two different readings that I need to reach out to her. So, um, what do I need to do? Oh, so you said that um, you're talking about Yemaya, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Okay, I'll tell you something. Um, one thing I learned from the Yoruba tradition is that maybe that's your guardian angel. You know why? Because if you, in the Yoruba tradition, they call your head O-R-I. O-R-I means O-R-I, okay? That means there's a god or goddess in our head that's protecting our life. You get it? Whether you believe in the tradition or not, whether you believe in the tradition or not, yeah, we have what you call Ori. That means there's a God or God that's on our heads protecting us. So maybe Yemaya is your guardian angel. And, you know, the more rituals you do or the more sacrifice you do, you know, you're going to be more in tune with Yemaya. You know, that's that's the um, basics. Also, through divination, right? Through divination, you're going to find out if you're chosen for this tradition or not. There's an Odu of Ifa called Otu Amezi, okay? If you ever see that Odu, Otu Amezi, Otu Amezi might tell you, you don't have to be a Yoruba. You don't have to be initiated. That means that you're just going to be a Christian or a Muslim. You understand? I'm going to repeat that again. Otua. I'm going to spell it for you. O-T-U-A. Otua. M-E-J-I. Meiji. All right? I'm just telling you because, of, you know, I'm educated in the Yoruba tradition. Otua Meiji is a reading that if it came up through Ifa, it's going to tell some of the people that want to worship, that get readings, you don't have to be initiated in the tradition. You can be a Christian or Muslim. But I'm not discouraging you. I'm just trying to tell you that um, not everybody's going to be initiated. I was chosen to be an herbalist and a healer. You know, that's why I got initiated. You know, I'm a good spirit. You know, some people are bad spirits. I'm not going to, you know, um, I'm not going to fight them. You understand? I'm just telling you. Some people, this is why some people are, this is another reason why people, some people are Christian and Muslim is because some people believe that if you do something traditional, yeah, you're evil, but it's not true. It's just that some people, 
employed uh, our traditional uh, culture to do evil against other people, you know, to beat them in different aspects of life, like let's say business or like let's say even physical fighting, politics, you understand? People are going to try to employ us to, to, to fight other people, you know what I mean? With that said, you're going to find out through your readings, you know, whoever's doing your readings, that yes, you may be chosen to do this. And the best thing I want to tell you, do your best to um, follow what they, they read for you, you know, and um, don't break any taboos because, you know, if you break taboos, there's consequences. Um, I hope I answer your question well. Yes, yes, thank you, thank you. And what's your name again? It's Benita. Oh, pleasure, pleasure to meet you. My um my traditional name is Orisa Talabi. I'm having a bachelor name. It's a pleasure to meet you, and I hope you um, hope that you find a solution. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, all right. Um, uh, thank you. All right. Uh, let's see if we can take a caller right now from Eastern Louisiana. If we have a caller from Eastern Louisiana, feel free to speak up. Oh, no question at the time. Yeah, speak up. Uh, I don't have a question at the time. Okay, all right. Thank you. All right. Uh, Let's see here. We have a caller from Central Florida. Would you have any questions for the speaker? Um, I really don't have any questions except I'm just listening for the first time. But um, I would like some advice on any books to read about, like, first religion, religions from, from Africans before they came to America. So I'm still learning all of this. Oh, so your question is about Africans before they came to America? Yes. What religion did they have? What did they what did they practice? What what was their spirituality like? Well, from I mean, um, this this particular call is about the Yoruba tradition, and uh, uh, the best way I can help you is is by what I know about the Yoruba tradition. Um, there's a word they use for the people that are not African called diaspora. D i a s p o r a diaspora. Okay, that means that. When Af- some Africans were taken into captivity, like, you know, the Caribbean and South America and so forth, you know, that means that some people had a knowledge of some type of traditional culture that they imported to, like, Cuba, you know, Trinidad, Jamaica, you know, Brazil, and so forth. You understand? Like, I'm going to give you an example. I like, you know, a lot of people like Brazil. You know what I'm saying? What are the traditional cultures there? Macumba, Umbanda, Candomblé, okay? I don't know if you understand that. In Cuba... They call it Santaria, Lukumi, you know, Palo Mayombe. You understand? So even in Trinidad, you have what you call Shango Baptist. In Jamaica, you have Obia. You understand? Haiti, they call it Voodoo. And you see, Voodoo could be traced back to Africa. Benin, okay? Benin, believe it or not, in Benin in Africa, there's a real King Shango there. All right? There's a real King there, okay? No joke. When I say King, not gang affiliated, because, you know, you got some gangs that are saying they're kings. I'm not. I'm not disrespecting gangs either. I'm just trying to tell you honest, the honest truth. There's a difference. We're talking about people that are socially, they're socially, uh, 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 you know, elected a king to be their king. That's how we work in the Yoruba tradition. You know, we socially elected kings and chiefs. 
and so forth. Priests, too. When I say priests, I'm not speaking about people of negative nature. Priests are just people who are, have the gods or the goddesses on their head, and they're consecrated to help people solve their problems in life. I hope I answer your question. Okay. Well, do you have any books that you can recommend about the religion you're talking about? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's many books. Um, I have a book in front of me right now called Yoga Culture, a philosophical account by Kola, and I'm going to spell it for you, K-O-L-A-A-B-I-M-B-O-L-A, Kola Abimbola, Yoga Culture. That book okay. right there is also in England, and it speaks about the gods and goddesses in the back of the book, all right? So if, you, if there's any particular or research you're interested in, I can I can explain more to you if you'd like. Um yeah, I would appreciate that. Well, what particular Arisha would you like to hear about? Um, just any, any that's fine. Well, okay, because you're a woman, um, I'll tell you I'll tell you a little story about me. My godfather gave me an assignment to establish what you call the Oshun Society. The Oshun Society. Oshun is the goddess of the river, okay? Mm-hmm. So the reason why I'm going to establish um, the Ilea Oshun is because I've learned again, there were men, there were many men amongst Oshun um, in this particular scripture. And Oshun is the goddess of the river, okay? She was a woman. And the men asked God, they were getting readings, they said, hey, why aren't we successful? God told the man, asked the man, um, did you include the woman? And he said, no. So this is why, you know, we have to include, this is why men have to include women into their um, endeavors in life. You know, man is not going to succeed without women. You understand? This is what I've learned. You know, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a single father now. I have a daughter, for example. I'm not going to succeed without women. You know, I do my best to help my women that I'm dating, for example, whether you're my wife or you're my girlfriend, for example. You know what I'm saying? I do my best for them. You know, some of the women that I've dated don't understand what I, what I know, you know, because they're too physical in this world. You understand? I, I try to balance my life between the physical and the spiritual so they can understand me and appreciate me better. And that's the same thing you want to do for your spouse, too. You know, you got to you gotta be spiritual. You know, anybody that's worshiping this tradition, automatically, they want their spouse, their husband or their wife to appreciate them. And, I mean, if your husband or wife doesn't understand this culture, you know, they're going to be scratching in like, uh, what are you doing, you know? You know, I mean, that's how I feel. <laughs> what I, what I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> My girl's Colombian, you know what I'm saying, for example. I have a Colombian girlfriend. We've been, we've been together for almost, what, two, three years. I mean, we, we always go through this because she, she's into the Inca culture. Just, just give me an example. She, she started getting into her culture, the Inca. You understand? I don't know much about Inca, but I, I respect South Americans because they have their roots in South America. Mm-hmm. You understand? So you got to learn how to apply. One thing, I'm, one advice I'm going to give you that's very important, learn how to use the ashe. Ashe means may be so. It's just like saying amen if you're a Christian or Muslim. All right? It's just like saying amen. I, in Europe, we say ashe. Learn how to apply what you're praying for in your personal life. You understand? You don't have to be prejudiced to other people, whether you're black or white. White people help us, too. So I'm not going to be prejudiced to them. You understand? I'm just trying to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. They they worship with us, too. Some of them. Not all of them. Some of them worship with us. Some of them are initiated with us. You know, like Philip Neymar is in Florida, for example. You know? You have our father, Kofa Tumbe. I'm just giving examples. You have many Latin people that do it their own way. Like, you know, Santeria, Paulo, you know, and so forth. You understand? I've learned from the Latin people. They help me too. 
So I'm just trying to tell you, yes, there's, there's many solutions to problems in life. You know, whatever answer you're looking for, you know, if, if you open your mind and don't approach the, approach the um, conflict with ignorance, you're going to solve your problem. I hope, I hope I answer your question. You did. Thank you. Um, so open to more All right. Now let's see. Let's see if we can take one more call, and um, we'll let uh, uh, brother Ali um, say something. See, uh, let's see if we can have one caller here from South Carolina. See, uh, if we have a caller um calling from a South Carolina area code, if you have any questions for the speaker. Hi, this is uh, Orange Moon. I'm calling. Uh, I want to know: Do you have any contacts in South Carolina area? Um, South Carolina. Um, I'm familiar with the Oyotunji African Village. Okay, Oyo. I want to spell it for you: O Y O T U N J I. Okay, you can look it up online. Oyotunji <laughs> African Village. Oh. And, believe, and believe it or not, and that's in Sheldon, South Carolina. You know, I know they have a king there, but because I'm on a live call, I cannot speak about um, people's um, addresses and um, numbers. So, I mean, um, you have to do that yourself or maybe contact me after the show in a way, you know. Thank Without you. Them... Pardon me? Thank you. Yeah, so you write that down, okay? I'm going to spell okay, it. I got my, my husband actually saw the after bill today on uh on the internet, and we were thinking about going down there. So thanks for the synchronicity. Well, I just wanted to tell you, but before you go, hello? Yes, I'm here. Hello? Before you go, I just wanted to tell you, I know about Oyotunji African Village, you know. They have they have the Arusha tradition there. There's a there's a, a black American brother there that's a king in the tradition, you know. The new mm-hmm. king, because his father, his father has passed. He's the new king there. So because, you know, I know about the king there. I haven't been to South Carolina, but I've spoken to a sister there. Um, Ocean Toki is a sister okay. that I'm affiliated with, and she's in Seabrook, I believe, South Carolina. So, yeah, okay. there's people there. There's people in South Carolina and Seabrook as well. But, I mean, once again, I'm on a live call. I cannot pass, um, you know, numbers and informa- um, addresses on, on, on this live call. It's not professional. Pardon me. No problem. No problem. I understand. All right. Well, thank you for the call. All right, my brother, that's real. That's real elevated. And we would like you to continue with some more knowledge, knowledge that, um, about your river and overstanding, understanding, understanding of it. Hello? Yes, yes, my brother. Yes, brother. Well, so what would you like me to do now? What would you like me to do? Tell me. Oh, we would like you to continue. You know that you have a lot more... Um, Knowledge is in that we want to hear. Um, well, I just want to say um, I'm grateful to be a speaker on this call today. And um, second of all, I hope I've been, I can inspire more people. Um, and what can I emphasize on? The essence of the Yoga tradition. We're praying for long life, you know, children, good ending, good ending to our life. When we get readings, what can I tell you? We are trying to solve problems in our life, Okay. And how do we solve problems? You get your reading, for example. That's the first step. Get your reading, all right? 
from there, you do your sacrifice. That means that, yeah, you might have to sacrifice a live animal or you have to uh, sacrifice food. You don't have to always spill the blood of an animal to, to, to receive a blessing. You, or, you understand? Or the ward off negativity. Sometimes we have to cook a certain food. You understand? And, and we, we employ traditional medicine. What's the difference between Western medicine and traditional medicine? Traditional medicine is from the bush, all right? Western medicine, you have to go to your doctor at the hospital. There's, there's a big difference. You know, and my experience in medicine, I'll tell you my experience in medicine. There's certain medicines that you can soak in rum, for example, you know, liquor. You understand? And it has a certain potency. You know, you soak it for a certain time. Also, there's there's medicine that's that's made into a powder, for example. You know, you it's edible. You know, sometimes you have to eat you have to mix it with your food. For example, I'll give you a good medicine for those who like to study knowledge. It's soya ifa. It's spelled I S O Y E. It's soya ifa. You know, that means that that's medicine from Ifa. That medicine you have to mix it. it it's a powdered herb you mix with your breakfast. All right. When you use that medicine, for example, you're going to memorize anything you're studying, okay? There's certain medicines that have helped us um, to achieve what we're trying to achieve. You know, what else can I say? Sacrifice, whether it's a cooked food or a live animal, we are just trying to save our life and ward off negativity. That, that's what the meaning of sacrifice means. It's not a cruelty because we, we're cooking, you know, making feasts, you know. We only make feasts when we see I-R-E-E, -E, blessing. We discarded the animal or the or the cooked food when we, when we see IBI, meaning the curse. You get it? When we consider negativity. You understand? So this is this is what I learned from the Yoba tradition. Chanting, I mean, yes, I know how to, I'll tell you the chants I know now. I know about three chants from the Yoba tradition in my seven years of being initiated. And I know the, the chant that I learned from my godfather, the first one is to call down the Orisha, meaning the God. All right? I cannot chant it live. Um, the second chant is called Itadogun. Itadogun means that you know, every 17th day is what you call the big prayer day in the Yoruba tradition. That means that, you know, you meet up with your colleagues, I mean, people who are in, in the tradition, you know, you, 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 you do your sacrifices, you do your prayers, you solve problems. That's what it's called, Itadogun. Then the Ogboni. The Ogboni are like masons, okay? That means that, yes, I know that I learned the handshake. You know, we have certain resource guards in the Ogboni that you're not going to learn from the other Orishas, you get it? That means that some people are initiated into Ifa or the Orishas, and they're not initiated in the Bunny. If you're not initiated in the Bunny, you will never see those Orishas, you get it? But because, I'll mention some Orishas to you because they're mentioned in books. You have what you call the Edan, okay? E-D-A-N. Edan are the other twins, okay? The twin spirits are in their body because they're writing them in literature. So I have to, I, can, I can disclose that information. There's certain information I cannot disclose because we are a secret society still. But I'll disclose that. E-D-A and Edan are twins in the in the body. You know, if you're a member, you'll receive the Edan, okay? And then there's other research you'll receive if you're a body member. The body is a royal society. And then once again, for those who just tune in, one of the kings... One of, the, one of the most famous members is Oba Adeyemi III. He's the current Alafin or the king at the Oyo Palace in Nigeria now. You know, he's in his 70s. And I see him in the literature that I mentioned, the Yoruba culture, a, a full, uh, philosophical account by Kola Bimbola. He's in this book right here. So the point I'm trying to make is that they're educating us.
to employ the ashe um, to help us to achieve things that we haven't been able to achieve in our life and to solve our problems. Um, hope this, if there's any more questions or comments, I'm, 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 I'm listening. Anybody have any questions? Anybody have any comments here on the board? Well, um, I have a couple of questions uh, for you, brother. Um, uh, you said you uh, uh, could you go into a little bit more about the natural medicines? Like, uh, what kind of natural medicines can we take um, in today's time that can you know cure uh, you know natural sicknesses that happen? Okay, well, tr- okay, traditional medicine. From what I've learned, my Godfather told me himself. Some of the people that practice traditional medicine have to sleep in the bush, you know? You're going to dream, believe it or not, this is what I'm telling you from from what he told me. You're going to dream about the medicine over there. You know why? Because, the, okay, those of you who go to the hospital, you have a doctor here in, in the United States, you know? We go to our doctor. You know, we go to our physician and so forth for medicine here. Um, the cures and so forth, the FDA, I cannot fully explain to you why the FDA is not going to approve traditional medicine, you know, but they, I can say they control drugs. So with that said, traditional medicine, my experience, I'm going to break it down for you now. There are some medicine that you can actually, that are edible, meaning you can eat. There are some medicine you can wash your body with. You understand? There's, there's other medicine, like let's say incense, okay? The incense we use in our society, you have to burn on charcoal, herbs, okay? It's not no stick. We take herbs and burn it. When, and the, the medicine my godfather has... When you burn that incense, you put it on charcoal, you open your door, you open your windows, we're chasing away all that negativity. I'm just trying to help you out the best way I can, brother, that traditional medicine, it comes in different forms. Leaves, it comes in box, you know, um, you know, roots, leaves, and also powdered form. You know, that means that they pounded it down. That's that's my experience with traditional medicine. Um, and, I mean, you have to study more deeper to really know what each and every plant has its usage. Uh, honestly, I have seven years experience. I cannot tell you each and every single plant off my head, but I have experience with a certain medicine um, that protects me from STDs. You know, I mean, that particular medicine I use is, is cost hundreds of dollars. I had to use a clean razor. I cut around the waist of my body. I cut on my, uh, you know, my, my testicle as well. And I rubbed that medicine on my waist and my testicle to protect me from STDs, for example. I got that medicine from my godfather. You know, I'm just explaining to you how I protect myself from STDs. You understand? This medicine, you're not going to get that in no hospital or FDA. You ain't going to give you that. I'm not trying to fight them either. You understand? Because they're doing their thing. I don't want them to ban me either. I'm just trying to tell you and explain to you the difference. There's a difference between traditional medicine and Western medicine. If you're, I don't know if you're a college-educated brother, but... Um, you know, the more you know, the better. You know, that's all I can say for now. Because I mean, some of the some some people that have been been to college for medicine, they went back to let's say South America or Africa or Asia. They done research on certain medicines and they came up with their own formulas. You know, away from the FDA and done their own thing, make their own product and they make money. You know, so right. I mean, that's the best way I can help you, brother. But if you have any more questions, I'm willing to answer. 
Yeah, brother, you have um, I have a question over here. We have success with uh, healing with these sicknesses that they have over here in the West. Have we had success with people on being healed from Europa versus traditional uh, European medicine? Okay. Uh, okay. Um, well, I'll tell you how we, we solve um, healing problems in, in Yoruba tradition. Um, the way how we heal is two ways. The first way is by sacrificing an animal. You know, let's say, for example, there was a person that's mental. From my, from my studies and research, I learned that you sacrifice a goat for a person that's mental. You know, that person, you could kind of alleviate or heal, you know, that person. You understand? The, the second way is by medicine, against er, again, herbs. Okay, those are the other ways. The third way is by chanting, you know. There are some people that are more um, powerful than others, more skilled and experienced. You know, we chant a certain incantation for your client. You know, that person can be healed that way. You understand? And also, of course, taking advice. You get it? It's just like your doctor giving you your medicine to tell you, you know, knowing your taboos, knowing your do's and don'ts. Those are the other ways to alleviate your problem. I hope I answer your question. Indeed. All right. Okay. Um, I have a, a, another question here. Um, does the uh, the Yoruba tradition does it have a creation story? Um. Well, the creation story that I'm familiar with, they believe that um. I'll see you. Um, okay. I'm going to spell this for you. I-L-E-I-F-A. Okay? Ile-I-F-A. They believe that that's the cradle of mankind and the Yoruba tradition, you know, and they believe that the, 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 the Orisha or the gods and the goddesses came down from heaven to earth to aid us humans on earth, you know? Even, even like I said, the Latin people, like I told you, Cubans, you know, the Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, and, and et cetera, Brazilians, they also worship the Orisha. You understand? So some of the some of the stories have varied and changed. They've been modified. It depends on your culture, you know. But that's what I that I understand. You know, the, 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 they say that it started in the Ilaife and spread. You know, so that's 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 what I've learned about that. Ifa, not not Ifa, Arunla, Arumila. In Yoruba, we say Arumila. The Latin people call him Arunla. Okay, Ifa means wisdom of God. Ifa was given the wisdom to give to the other gods and goddesses. He spread it amongst them. All right? He was the wisest of all the gods. They, they have what you call 256 Odoo scriptures. If you want to know, learn more about the Odoo's, I have a book by Ayo Salami. All right? It's called Ifa Divination. All right? I have all the 256 Odoo's. I mean, I can, I can tell you, you know, about the, 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 the scripture of Ifa. You know, it's almost like a Bible or a Quran, but it's actually the Odus. I use it as reference because in Nigeria, you know, as I mentioned before, some of some of the masters of this tradition did not have a Western education. You know, so they had to memorize these Odus to help their clients and help themselves. You know, like I'll read the first scripture for example. I just want to read one because this is a live show. This is this is actually the Odu of our temple in Bronx, New York. And I'm gonna read it to you. But H U Bay, all right? It says, this Ifa verse is the most important for all the practicing Babalaos. And in fact, all people in the world, Ifa asks us to be upright and honest. 
truth is the most important thing in human life. If one lives this life in the truth, one's life can never end in disarray. Oh, there's another part of it. Ifa is so us to be honest in life. The people who trouble the world these days are insincere. The honest ones are too few. So you see, my God point is simple in Bronx, New York, East 170. That's his, and that's his Odu, A.G. Ogbe. You understand? Each Odu of Ifa has a long scripture, a long message, which I cannot read here at this time. You know, unless you really want me to. But, I mean, you know, I'm really trying to, you know, speak more about the tradition in general terms and answer questions and comments. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, well, we have another um, question. Uh, what is your belief on life after death? Yes. My belief? Oh, that's my yes. question? Well, according to your tradition, I've learned that, you know, um, when we die, what can I say? That there's a new life there. You know, we are cut out from the earth. You know, I've learned from other awos that some of the masters died in this tradition, that they've seen their ancestors before they passed away. And this is what I've learned from, from literature and, and from my masters, that, yes, you know, they've seen their ancestors, for example. You know, sometimes people see the, the, the gods and goddesses, the Orisha. You know, um, I mean, we, we pass on, you know, just like any other any other religion. You know, I mean, I cannot, I've, I've never been dead yet. I'm not dead at this time. I'm not going to go too far into that topic, you know. I mean, what can I say? I don't want to deceive you. That's one of our one of our taboos. You know, I'm not gonna um, mislead you or deceive you. You know, right. anything I don't know about, I cannot speak about. Ashe. Yeah, brother. Um, can you? Is there a way you can go in on the reverse spells that are being injected into our people while they're going into the Christian church? Please repeat that, that question clear, brother, to, uh, and speak clear to your reception so I can hear you. Yeah, we'd like you to go in on the reverse spells because people, when they hear knowledge of our cultures from ancient times, they have a tendency to get spooked away by what's called traditional Christianism or Christianity. Okay. And those spells being injected into our people just by them following that or by them participating in that. And I would like you to go in on those spells as compared to uh, the, the spells that they're claiming that are coming from our people, which really are not what we have for protection. They're reversing our knowledge against us in their, what they call the church and using it on us to keep us down. Well, I mean, Christianity and Islam in relation to uh, the, the Yoruba tradition, there are some people that were very uh, powerful or successful in this tradition. And whereas they failed, some of them have converted. Even if they're successful, some of them have converted, you know, for, for, for various reasons. I'll give you a, a perfect example. Um, there was a prince from Nigeria, a real prince, okay, from Nigeria, that founded the Celestial Church of Christ. And I want to repeat myself one more time. The Celestial Church of Christ, three C's, Celestial Church of Christ, okay? That, my godfather told me about him. That prince founded a church in, in, churches in England, Nigeria, and America, okay? So, yeah, these are people that were traditional Nigerians, 
and they either have that tradition in them still, and or they're converted. You understand? That's not my business. But what I'm saying is that yes, some people have converted to either Christianity or Islam. But he was a real prince that founded the Celestial Church of Christ. Even in Rhode Island, I know there's two Celestial... I'm in Rhode Island, in Rhode Island now. There's two Celestial Church of Christ here, for example. But I know there's... I only seen one. You know, I've only seen one in Rhode Island, but I know there's two here. So the point I'm trying to make is, yes, and then Islam, the same thing. There are some people that are powerful in Islam. You know, they can predict for you. You know, I heard they have certain spiritual powers that they use within Islam as well. You know, like the Hausa. The Hausa is a set, is a uh, Yoruba people that are Muslim. Those are the powerful Muslim in the Yoruba tradition, for example. Those people have, some of them have spiritual powers. You know, they can read tea leaves. You know, they can read um, bones. You know, they have certain spiritual powers. That's what that's what I've, I've learned, you know. Um, I hope I answer your question. If if it's not, please um continue to, to um. Does anybody else have any questions in the chat room or on the line that's listening in? Okay, um, I have a there's another question here. Uh, do do you catch any flack from Black Christians over your um Yoruba beliefs? Repeat that, please. Do you catch any flack from black Christians? Flax as in um, conflict? Yes, as in conflict. Okay, well, um, you know what? I'll be honest with you. My family, my father was a Muslim. Before, my, my parents are African, first of all. Um, mm. My dad is a Muslim before he came to this country, and my mother is a Christian. You know, I lived with my mother up until the age of 28. I'm 33 now. You know, I've been baptized in church, first of all. And second of all, I just want to say, yes, I mean, I've had a conflict with, with, with people of other religions. But, you know, in Africa, for those who are interested in this religion, before you go, just remember, you know, there's conflict between Christian, Muslims, and traditional people. But it's, you have to look at yourself and say, how are you going to deal with it? You know, we don't have to use violence to deal with it. You understand? We don't have to do riots. We don't have to do violence. You understand? I mean, America... We're more, we're more free to, to worship what you want to worship. You could be a Hindu in America. You could be a Buddhist. You could be a Taoist in America. You could be, you could worship the, the, the devil in America. I'm, and I, I'm, not, I'm not telling you to worship the devil. I'm just trying to tell you this is how America is. You understand? I'm not worshiping the devil. I'm just telling you how it is. You understand? In America, there's a difference. Just look, look at Sudan in, in Africa. Sudan is a Muslim country. They're serious Muslims. You know, if you if you make a mistake over there, you know you're gonna suffer the penalty. You understand? You know, look at America. You can you if you make a mistake in your religion, hey, you have a second chance or a third chance, right? I'm just trying to show you the difference. You know, some countries there's no second and third chance in, in, when you worship their religion, but here in America we're free. You understand? We have a free voice, free opinion, and so forth. You know. So I mean, I'm just giving you the facts like that. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not a devil worshiper to clear that up. I'm just being sarcastic on that because, yes, yeah, some people do worship the devil here. I'm not supporting the devil. I'm just telling you, <laughs> you know. Okay. All right. Uh, another question that we have here in the chat room: Are the women in your religion expected to dress a certain way? Um. Well, <laughs> in this tradition. 
how can I put it? The women, well, we don't we don't degrade women. That's the best way I can tell you. We don't degrade women, but you know, some women, some women like to, like to dress how they feel comfortable. You know, like for example, if a woman likes to wear a skirt, if she's comfortable wearing a skirt, she's gonna wear a skirt. If she's comfortable wearing a long dress, she wears a long dress. You understand and so forth. I mean, I'm not trying to degrade women in this tradition, honestly, because Odu Oshetua, like I told you again, women, without women, I won't be blessed, okay? I have a mother. You have a mother, okay? Everybody in the, in the audience have a mother. You know, that's what Oshetua taught me, and I'm working on this assignment for my godfather to establish Ele Oshun. Ele means house, okay? Oshun means the goddess of the river. Men and women can join this house, okay? And... With that said, we are honoring women, you know, regardless, regardless you know, some of our, our some of our sisters, some of the women have been dishonored in many, many aspects of life, you know, and sometimes, um, and, and the women have to take credit that, yes, yeah, some of them, they brought that, that dishonor on themselves too, but women have to be strong enough to stand up on their two feet, be a woman, and, you know, get out there and get your respect too, because I respect women in, in, in general, you know. Yes. But would you have an address or the contact or how people can come to uh, New York City into the Bronx and and be part of the community as you were just speaking about? Is there some oh, you, want, you wanted the address? Yeah, yeah, the people who were calling from out of state from Central Florida and North Carolina and they you know come up to New York City. And we're going to stop by. So you want the address in New York, you said? Yeah. Yeah, and if you have it in uh, Central Florida, and if you have it in uh, North Carolina also, in the states that the people are calling in or the closest uh, contact area they can, they, they, they can reach. Well, uh, uh, what I could do for you, I'll give you the number to my godfather. His name is Chief Obatunda Woshika. In New York, if you have a pen and paper, please take this down when you're ready. Tell me when you're ready. All right, y'all. I have that. Everybody get your pen and paper. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Go ahead, my brother, please. Are you ready? Okay. Okay, so his number is 917-340-340. Nine three three two. That's my Godfather, Chief Obatunawushika. Now, when I say Godfather, that means that he's my master, meaning he taught me the yoga tradition. All right, and I'm gonna tell you some other people he's initiated. There's a Black American sister he's initiated. I never met her. Her name is Chief Shannon Dozier. Okay, that's one of his students. All right, she's a Black American. I believe she's in Virginia. Also, I met Beatrice Taylor. All right, that's another sister that, you know, has been initiated by my godfather, Beatrice Taylor. All right, so those those are black Americans, you know, so we're not, I'm just trying to tell you we're not discriminating against other people's culture or race. You understand, we've initiated people who are not Africans. I'm an African, my godfather's an African, but you see, I was born here in America, that's the only difference. But I am an African, my parents are African. I'm just trying to tell you that. My godfather initiated people who are not Africans, even Latin people. You know, I told you about Lazaro. Lazaro's in New York as well. He's a Latin guy. I never met him. Some of them I met. Some of them I never met. You know? Yeah, well, that's fine because they, going back to our culture of ancient times is uh, what a lot of people are doing. And they've been reversed into something that was 
really foreign to us anyway. So uh, it's very important that they have the right contact and speak to the right people, you know, dealing with their uh, uh, undramatizing their DNA on this on this on this matter here. Anybody else have any questions? Okay, let's see if uh, see I take another caller. Uh, if anybody's calling from New Jersey, uh, if anybody's calling from New Jersey, uh, speak up or if you have any questions for the speaker. Hello, New Jersey? Okay. They uh, want to be silent. Well, um, another question that I have here for you. Um, uh, how would you say that the Yoruba tradition will help uh, black people in the United States fight against systematic white supremacy? <laughs> well, uh, first and foremost, before I answer this question, I just want to tell you that I'm not prejudiced. You know what I'm saying? Even my baby mother. But baby mother's white, for example, you know what I'm saying? But the best way I can help you, brother, is this. I mean, you have to just follow Ifa's message. You know, when you get your reading, you understand? When you get your reading, you know, take in Ifa's message. You know, we're, we're protected by Ifa, you know? We can be protected and blessed by Ifa. You know, I'm not, I'm not prejudiced to black or white. I'm just trying to tell you that Ifa gives us advice. It's not going to mislead us to, to lose. You understand? A lot of time, we we react in a way that we lose. You know, violence. You know, I mean, how can I how can I put it? If we try to make man-made man-made movements and try to oppose the law and oppose anything else, that's what we fail. You know, look at the Panthers, for example. The Panthers failed because they were they were they were a man-made movement. You know what I'm saying? They 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 opposed the law. They had arms. That's not that's not what we do in Ifa. I mean, I know martial arts. I have weapons, for example, but I'm doing that for self-defense. You understand? I love black people. You understand? I'm a black man. But the, the best way I can say how we can fight against prejudice, take you far as advice. You know what I'm saying? We have to, we have to sacrifice. We have to, we have to help another man see. You know, we help that man see that. You know, I, I don't hate you. You know, God made us all. You know, and and, and furthermore. I mean, I'm trying to survive. That's the most important thing. We, we, we sacrifice it to survive amongst the good and evil. I hope I answer your question. Okay. And uh, also, um, earlier you mentioned that um, during your initiation process, I believe, uh, that you said that you um, got the traditional scars from head to toe. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, that um, I was doing some reading in a uh, in a, a book, and uh, that was interesting. That you say that uh, the book basically uh, stated uh, or implied that the scarring that takes place in a lot of these tribes uh, throughout Africa was a result of um, uh, how can I put it? Um, a way to look unpleasant as far as being captured and taken into slavery. Uh, like the, the the natives in the, in the the tribes of the land there would scar themselves and hopefully they would get passed up and not being taken away. And over time, the tribes have adopted that as tradition when really that they don't really have to do that anymore. Uh, 
Could you go into that? So, I mean, what are the purpose of this scarring? Well, my my per- okay, me personally, when I was initiated by my godfather, um, he gave me certain medicines to protect me and bless my body. You understand? It, I mean, in, in Nigeria, you know, for example, when you see a man or woman with scars on their face, or other Africans, um, they, they're trying to make you have an identity of your family. You get it? But the scars I have on my body is just what you call society or fraternity. I have fraternal scars and I have society scars because I'm a member of two different Yoruba traditions. You understand? So with that said, that's the meaning of the scars. The medicine is it, to give you a certain power, you know, to like um, to introduce you to the universe. You understand? That's what my godfather taught me. You know, we're introduced to the universe, which is beyond complexion of man. You get it? I mean, it's black or white. When you're looking at the universe, it's beyond um, race. You know what I'm saying? People have knowledge of the universe. That's beyond the planet Earth. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not saying I'm superior to other races, and you ain't saying that when you're looking at the universe. We're looking at something, um, ter- um, what's it called, uh, extraterrestrial. That's the best way I can explain to you. You get it? Okay, extraterrestrial. Well, right. the reason why I said extraterrestrial, you see all the gods and the gods of the Yoruba tradition, whether we say Obatala, you know, Yemu, Shango, etc., Elegua, or Eshu, Ogun, they say these gods came from heaven and earth to aid man on earth. You know, because some of us, if we did not follow the gods and goddesses, we were going to be lost. You know, they helped, they helped us to have the wisdom, you know, we were initiated into their cults. Look at the Hindus. That's the same. Obama's over there in India right now. Look at the Hindus. That's the same thing they do. I learned the same thing about the Hindus. The Hindus came from heaven to earth. They aided people. You know, I got I, when I went to New York. I got a reading from the from the Indians over there. You know, they did they did uh what, what did they do for me? They read my palm, for example. They were drawing uh on paper. You know, they they read my face. They looked at my face. You know, they're similar to us. I'm just giving you an example. I hope I answer your question. Yes. Okay. Uh, you have anything, Brother Terrell? Right now. Yeah, the people uh, want to know. The Yoruba, if they should um, not deal with. How can I put this up? That's all right. They should not build a religion any longer and go back to their traditional ancient ways that they've been spooked away from. And what's the best way to come back into that transition or that that that, that uh, undoing the so they can stop being uh, Christians or Muslims or religions that came after. So your question is um, about Christianity, Islam, Yoruba. I, I, I want you to repeat yourself, brother. Speak clearly, please. Speak loud and clearly so I can hear you. Uh, yeah, the question is, the people that are Christians, especially Christians, mm-hmm. Muslims that are trying to get away and want to come back into the ancient, ancient, uh, Ancient way, ancient way of life. Instead of being religious anymore, what is the best way 
smoothest way to do that transition back into being yourself again and not being spooked away by religion into being which, what we were in ancient times. Well, my advice about the Christians and the Muslims in Nigeria and America, for example, um, we've helped them. Okay, that's the best way I can tell you. And you have to understand, you know, think about it. If you are a Yoruba in Nigeria and you're a Christian or Muslim, you know, automatically it's in your blood. You know, for Americans now, it's a big, it's a difference. You know, but from what I've learned, you know, some of the, one of the, one of the secrets that that have been dis, disclosed in, in literature, there are some powerful pastors, powerful imams that have actually been initiated into the Yoruba tradition, but they just, you know, converted. You understand? Those are the people that you see uh, performing miracles in your church or your mosque now. You understand? I mean, I'm just trying to, you know, answer your question as best way as possible. You know, everybody's converted for different reasons. You understand? Colonialism is only one of the reasons why some people are converted, you know? Um, and like I said, again, one of the essences of the tradition is solving problems. You know, some people, they use the tradition, but they could be a Christian or Muslim, and they're still solving your problem in your church or your mosque. You understand? They might not want you to worship with us because they they are take they are embracing Islam and Christianity. You know, and I have nothing against them. You understand? I even I mean I know a Christian brother here in Rhode Island. I go to his store, I buy what, cola in there, bitter cola, I buy palm wine, etc. I buy every traditional good I need to worship from there. We, we, we you know we we have we have conversations. If I want I can go to church with that brother. But um, the the point I'm trying to make is that yes, some people have that in their blood already, but they've converted to Christianity or Islam. They have they have certain power, certain ashay. You know what I'm saying? Other people, they just don't want nothing to do with it, you know? Because, you know, it's an obligation. To be in this tradition, you have obligations, especially if you're in a society of fraternity. I mean, true. Or true society, and the money fraternity. So I have an obligation that needs to be fulfilled. I hope I answer your question, brother. Indeed. Also, now, eliminating chaos. And eliminating chaos from the person's life. Please repeat that question one more time, brother. Your reception. I want you to yeah, hear yeah. Okay, yeah. Chaos. The word case the subject is like chaos. And how your ruler or in your ruler, what's the best way to eliminate chaos from one's life? Well, Okay, so you're talking about eliminating chaos, correct? Yes, yes, brother. Okay, okay. Pardon me, brother. Um, well, I mean, like I said, this tradition works in three ways. When you get your reading, right, we are diagnosing the problem. When we do our sacrifice, whether it's we're cooking food or we're sacrificing, we're trying to alleviate the problem or use medicine. So with that said, to alleviate chaos amongst black people in general, we have to, we have to take advice, first of all, in our brains. We have to absorb that, okay? Second of all, we do our sacrifice. We're praying that we're avoiding a situation or, or we're trying to avoid a negative problem or avoid this ajogun. Uh, I'll spell it for you. A-J-A-G-U-N. Uh, sorry, A-J-O. A-J-O-G-U-N. 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 A-
G-U-N. Ajogun means it's an evil spirit. We're trying to avoid these evil spirits, you understand, through sacrifice and advice from, from the gods, you know. I mean, that's the best way we can alleviate the problem. Further, furthermore, medicine. You know, we have medicines. For example, we have baths you can take, you know, to ward off negativity. Yes, as an example, you know. I mean, even sacrificing can help us ward off negativity, preserve our life, you know. I mean, even cooking food, like you see yam, yam flour. This is like a perfect example, yam flour. We're trying to sacrifice. We're taking advice, which is most important. We're not just killing animals, no. It doesn't work like that. You have to take your advice, you know. I mean, that's that's the best way. I should hope I answer your question, brother. I should have, yeah, um, that leads to one more. It leads question now, how do you, or how would that alleviate chaos with all people? Is that possible? With all people, because maybe you have demons all within every shade or every hue. So, for all people, how can chaos be eliminated? Well, brother, the best I can I can help you on this question is, you know, we have what you call chance, opportunity, right, and unexpected. Okay, unexpected. That means that no matter what, it's going to happen. And I repeat, you see the word unexpected. You can write that down for yourself and think about the word unexpected. All right, I've had many readings. You know what I'm saying? Unexpected occurrences. Those are things that's going to happen. That's God wanted to happen no matter what. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's the best way I can help you, brother. Unexpected occurrence. You know, you can get 100 readings for the year. And, I mean, unexpected occurrence, you didn't expect it to happen. It just happened. You know, what can we do? We still got to watch. You got, we got to be watchful and observant. You see, in this tradition, I want to I want to help you furthermore. Some people are clairvoyant. That means that they don't have to um, look at any tools to see a future. I'm what you call a diviner. Okay, diviner means I'm a person that can dream and see the future. I can throw certain objects, tools, you get it, to see the future. I'm a diviner, but, you know, I still have uh, wisdom for me. You know, that's how I solve my problems. <laughs> I, say, I hope I answer your question, brother. Indeed. Does anybody else have any more questions? Okay, uh, a couple more questions from the chat line. Uh, were you informed in depth? Excuse me. Were you informed in depth about the initiation process before you agreed to proceed with it? Um. Yes. I mean, the way I was initiated. I wasn't initiated like some other Arisha worshippers. Some some Arisha worshippers, they spend a lot of money, you know, they, they shave their head. How I was initiated in the Bronx, you know, they, they, they you know, I, as I mentioned, they cut me head to toe, you know. They cut me head to toe and I received certain Arishas or, you know, certain gods, certain goddesses. Like, you know, when I became a member of the Oshun Society, you know, I received Oshun. You know, I was given certain medicine and instruction. When I, was, when I joined the Oboni Society, I received certain... I receive a certain Orisha and I receive instructions. Like, for example, Oshu Society, you learn how to chant to call on the Orisha, for example. You know, you give it medicine. You know, when you join the Oboni, you learn how to do a handshake, just like the Masons. You understand? You learn how to greet and respond. The Oboni language is a coded language, which I cannot um, explain here in detail because you have to be a member, unfortunately. But, you know, we have people here, a lot of members in America already. California, for example, Jersey, New York. I'm in Rhode Island. 
you know, my godfather's in New York, you know, amongst other places, Nigeria, England. You know, England, they have twin kings in England, believe it or not. <laughs> I spoke about this, pardon me. There are twin kings in England that are members of Oboni. You know, you know, Oba Ademi Third. he's the king there. He's there laughing at Oyo. You know, my godfather is in Oba from Obatula Temple. You know, so I'm affiliated. You know, I mean, I'm not a wealthy man right now because I'm still learning. You know, once you learn and once you learn how to um, do divination, you know, you're successful enough to help yourself and help others solve their problem in life and to recruit people and so forth or to take care of your clients because not everybody wants to be initiated. Some people just want to um, solve their problem or alleviate their problems. And when I say initiation, this is not a gang-banging initiation just to break it down because some people misinterpret what the meaning of initiation is. Initiation in Yoruba means it's a spiritual initiation. Some people are shaving and consecrated on the head. I was cut you know, my body, and giving certain medicine and certain instructions, I not operate. I share, I hope I answer your question. Okay. okay. And, uh, and uh, another question uh, for the chat room. I have been told that getting your palm read and other readings too often isn't a wise thing to do. Do you agree? Um. Well, in, in the Yoruba tradition, I was not taught to do palm readings. I just I just explained to you in the, um um previously earlier that I I got a reading in New York by Indians and that's how they do it. But um I mean everybody does things different in general, you know. Every culture, whether you're American, whether you're uh Nigerian or uh Jamaican or Trinidadian, everybody's taught differently. You're Cuban, Brazilian, everybody's taught differently. You understand? It's a different different way. Like 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 one one Baba Lawa told me, you know, your mother and my mother cook chicken differently. You agree or disagree? I mean that's just an example. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say. Well what I'm taught now if you want to say reading now, what we're taught to do, if you're a Baba Lawa, you have to learn how to read the palm nuts or the ikin. I K I N. You have to learn how to read the ikin. You have to know how to read the opele. Okay? You have to know how to read the cola and bitter cola when you do your sacrifice. If you're like, uh, if you're initiated into the, any of the other Arisha, like you see Obatala, you know, Shango and so forth, you have to know how to read the Aaron de Lagoon, which is the 16 carry shells, okay? And then you have to know all of the scriptures or the Odus. You have to memorize that in your head. You understand? This is like, this. your brain is like a, a computer in this tradition. You know, books is just for people who, who, who want to use reference in this tradition. I'm not, you know, in this tradition, you know, this is not like your pastor or your imam reading the Quran or the Bible. No. Everything is in your brain. You're interpreting for your clients or your, your, your members. You understand? It's not an easy task. You know, you have to be alert and ready. You know, I can chant, you know. I know how to chant your book. I hope I answer your question, brother. Okay. And um uh, see, another question that we have. Uh, you mentioned um, the gods and goddesses. That yeah. come down to help man. Yes. Now, uh, do these gods and goddesses were they similar to the people that they came down to help? Did they physically resemble these people? Well, for example, um, look at Nigeria. You asked me in a previous question about the creation story. Well, of mm-hmm. course, the gods of the Yoruba culture, of course, the Africans. You know, I can mention some of the gods' names. You see, Elegbara. Elegbara, you know, is the one who opened the roads. You understand? Who else can I say? Uh, Ibeji. I have the Ibeji here in my room now. 
the Ebenezer, you had the twins. Okay, so those are twin statues. In the Yoruba tradition, they believe that the twins are the symbol of good luck. You understand? Ifa, I have Ifa, Arum, Arumila. The reason why we receive Arumila, for example, in the Yoruba tradition is because we all have a destiny. You understand? We all have a goal or aim we're trying to achieve. And we're praying to, to, to survive, to get to that destination. You know? You know some of our, our, our brothers and sisters that were leaders did not um, succeed. They didn't survive. You know, they they had a goal or aim. They did not survive. Ifa, Arumila, you know, he's the wisest of all the gods. You know, we're giving wisdom to, to Ifa, you know, to protect us on our on our journey to get there. You know, what else can mm-hmm. I say? Ogun, Ogun is is like the warrior. He, he, he clears the obstacles away. We sacrifice the Ogun to clear the obstacles. You know, what can I? What, what are the gods is there? Olakun, Olakun is the god or goddess of the ocean. You know, for wealth, we, we sacrificed Olokun for, for, like, stability and wealth. You know, what else? Um, Obatala, that's my guardian angel on my head. Obatala was a creator. You know, um, Obatala also is a symbol of good luck. Uh, Obatala avenges those who've done wrong to us, for example. You know, Osain is the god of medicine. That's that's the god in the tradition that we worship for, for medicine, you know, for healing medicine, to, to understand the herbs in the bush. You know, there's many gods I can go on and on and talk about. You know, there's women, there's the female goddesses too, like Oshun, as I mentioned, the goddess of the river, Oya, you know, the goddess of the wind and so forth. Um, I can speak more, but I want to open questions and answers if there's any available. Okay. Uh, Indeed. Could you go in a little bit more on the goddesses and, like, um, you're on Mr. Pen and Paper, you know, and study this um, as many as you can. Uh, can you, you know, break that down and go in a little bit on each one? Okay, brother. Well, I know you mentioned the goddesses now. Well, the goddesses yes. that, I'm familiar, that, that I'm familiar with in the Yoga tradition, um, the god Yemeya is the goddess of the ocean, for example. You know, um, do you want me to go more into detail? Yeah, unless you can't briefly, it, but because that's um that's most most of the uh, uh, knowledge that people don't have is about the goddess. Mm-hmm. Okay, well I'll start with y- Yemeya. Yemeya is the goddess of the ocean, for example, and um she's she's uh related to motherhood. Okay, she's a strong symbol of motherhood. You know, protecting her children. Um, they say she's remembered in Africa as the Ogun River, which originates from a place near Igboho and flows through the northwest of Yoruba land to Lagos, where it discharges its water into Osa, Lagos Lagoon, midst of the other Ipolele Copas. Yemeya was originally known as Amo Jelewu, I mean the person whose breast is longer than her garment. She was the wife of Akere, a hunter and diviner. A misunderstanding between Yemeya and her husband led Yemeya to flee from carrying one of the babies on her back and on her head, a clay pot containing herbs with which she fed her children. As Akari pursued her, she fell down and disappeared. But water started to gush out of the clay pot, which formed Odo, Ugun. Yamoja is a symbol of motherhood, and she is believed to be connected with many Yugorisha, either as their biological or partial mother, the most important center of the worship in the modern cities of So I'm just making reference to the Yoruba culture book um, by Kola Avimbola. 
But I mean, I know how. To, I personally, in this tradition, know how to. Um, I know how to sacrifice to, to the, the gods and goddesses from my experience. I know how to call them down. You know, like if I say when I'm chanting Iba, or if I say if I say Iba Yamoja, you know, I'm saying I'm giving reverence to Yamaya, for example. Okay, when I say Iba, that means I give reverence to Yamaya. But I know how to sacrifice. Some of the things she takes is vegetables, you know, onions, you know, seagulls, chicken, ducks, pigeons, you know. So I'm just saying, for example, you have to know what the gods and goddesses take, you know, accept this or, or, or not accept the sacrifice. That's you know, know their taboos because each of us have our taboos, you know. This is what some humans will understand what you what you can accept and what you can't accept. You know, this is this is why some of us fail. You know, if you don't know you had taboos, I know my taboos. You know, so with that said, I'm open for more questions and answers. I hope I answer your question, brother. Indeed. Does anybody have any more questions? Come on now. Okay. Let's see. We can go back to the phone lines. Hello? Yes. Yep. Hey, did the brothers just ask, did, were, were there any questions? Yes. Oh, Brother Noble, you know, I've been, I had the phone to my ear one moment. I had to put it down. I've been backwards and forwards, you know. And I just got in on that last part when you were talking about the mother goddess. So everything that happened before that for the last 30 minutes, I kind of missed it because, you, as you can see, the call dropped and then I called back, you know. But um, I didn't have any questions because I hadn't been able to get a good content of what the conversation has been about since I've been on for the last, what, I guess, five minutes or so. That's what I've been on for, so I, I don't have anything, but I did want to say peace to everyone. Peace, peace out, Mr. Vest, again. If you let me see that comment, peace on the ground. Yes. Peace. Peace. All right, brother, please try to close this out with some knowledge. Okay, well, uh, let's see, caller from North Carolina, do you have another question? Hello? I'm sorry. Um, peace. I just want to know how do we get a, a reading from you? Do you do your readings over the phone? Do we have to meet with you in person? Okay, well, if you're in New York, my godfather is qualified to do readings. What I'm qualified to do right now, personally, I only specialize in sacrifice. You understand? Because when you get the reading done, there's a difference between the difference between us in the yoga tradition and other people. You know, for psychic, there's a reading. They're just going to do a reading. You understand? With us, we do our reading. We find out the ingredients to sacrifice to, to alleviate our problem. You get it? So what I'm certified for right now, I can do sacrifice. But my godfather is available in Bronx, New York. I mean, I believe he does it over the phone, and he and he also does uh uh he also does your your sacrifice and your readings. You know what I'm certified for? I can do I can do your sacrifice. I can tell you if the gods and goddess accept your sacrifice. That means yes, no answer. I, I know how to do things like that. You know, I'm not certified to do readings at this time, but I have seven years experience. You know, I have knowledge of the old dudes and so forth still. Okay. Okay. All right, and um, are we going to get your information on how to get in contact with you? You wanted my information? Yes. Do you have, like, a Facebook page or a YouTube page or something like this? 
Well, you know, I mean, okay, my my Facebook is is actually I'm a musician. I'm a, I'm actually a musician. You know what I'm saying? But um, I'll give you my email. O B A. You have a pen and paper? Yes, O B A. J E U N. J E U N again. That means Oba Jun Jun. So it's, you spell it O B A J E U N J E U N at hotmail dot com. All right. You're saying J A U N or J E U N? Yeah. For, I'm going to spell it for you again from the beginning, okay? O B A. That's Oba. All right. Then J E U N J E U N at hotmail dot com. Okay. All right. I got Please. it. You get it? Thank you. You're welcome. All right, everybody got that? Yes. What's your contact? Yes, that's that. Hey, you, and then, um, just to be clear, you said that was O-B-A-J-U-E-N? No, no, J-E-U-N, J-E-U-N. So you spelled J-E-U-N, J-E-U-N twice after. You get it? Twice. Okay. Oh, but you're Okay. Okay. Y'all got yeah. that. O-V-A-J-E-U-N-J-E-U-N at hotmail.com. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so, you know, J-E-U-N is spelled twice after. You get it? After each other. That means that, mean that you're about king consume, but I got that from literature, you know, just inspiration. You know, that's why I use that as an email. This is inspirational. Okay. So... Um, if you'd like me to speak more, if there's any more questions or comments, let me know, please. Well, I think uh, we run out of questions at this time. So what I would do is I'll just hand it over to Brother Terrell, and he can take it from here. Okay. Indeed. Yeah, we got nine minutes left, though. So um, last thing we want to ask, Close with is you know some words from you to the people, you know, and uh, something for them to remember and hold on to, you know, dealing with our subject tonight and our understanding of our understanding and understanding of your role. Because we want to thank you very much for coming, and uh, I want you to come back again and go in some more and ask some more questions and answers. You know, when you're free again. But this is very enlightening and elevating. And information was very important and pertinent to all of us that's listening. Well, brother, I just want to say it's a pleasure to be on this show. Um, I've never really spoken to the public about the Yoga tradition. You know, I speak to people, you know, Personally, a person day to day basis. Um, I have seven years' experience um, since I've been initiated, but um, overall, I've been involved in this um, relation for like 11 years. You know, like I've, I've worked with Haitian people, you know, Cubans, and the Nigerians, and so forth. So, the thing that led me to this tradition, once again, you know, I was trying to um, find answers to certain um, problems in my life that I couldn't solve. Curiosity led me to this. And I invested my money and my time to learn it, you know? So once again, we are all just trying to live long. We're trying to, you know, some of us are trying to have, you know, a husband, a wife, and children. 
You know, we're trying to have a good life. You know, we're trying to be safe during our journey, you know, because, you know, you're seeing the prophecies fulfilling when you turn on your news, you know, because people are dying every day, you know, for certain reasons, you know, whether it was gunshots, you know, uh, natural causes, you know, there's many reasons why people are dying. And, and we, we, we living now, we have medicine, we have wisdom to secure that, you know, secure these problems. You know, but not everybody is receptive to, to this tradition. And, I mean, we can't help anybody if you're not receptive to, to this tradition, you know, regardless of race or color. We can't help you. I mean, those who are receptive, they benefit in the one way or the, or the other. You have to understand that you got to know what you can do, what you can't do. You got to know by your taboos, you know. Know what you can take and what you can't take, you know. I mean, that, that that's one of the keys to success in this tradition, you know. I'm a musician. I'm a martial artist. I'm also in this tradition. For example, you guys may have be you, some of you guys may have other trades. Some of you might be civil. Some of you might be a state or federal job, or you might be a entertainer too. I don't know who you all of you are in the audience, but I'm just assuming at this time. Yeah, everybody has a certain trade or skill, and I use my ashe to help me in my trade or skill. That's what you got to do. Use your ashe to help you in your trade or skill. And with that said, if there's any more questions or comments, um, please. We want to thank you, my brother. Well, uh, we have five more minutes left. Uh, I have a quick question. Uh, you mentioned that you're a musician. Uh, what, yes. What, what instruments do you play? Uh, well, I used to play the acoustic guitar. Um, I'm a professional DJ since 1995. Um, I also got a company called Black World Sound, you know, because I, I, I'm a DJ. And I have a song in Germany called Mighty Ja. You know, my, my artist name is Imperial Line Herbalist, you know, so I'm actually a reggae artist as well. But I'm a professional DJ. I play hip-hop, R&B, reggae, soca calypso, you know, those are some of the music I play as a DJ, but I, I mean, I love you know reggae music. I like R&B. I could, I took vocal lessons too. Mhm. So those are some of my skills as well, you know. Okay, and um, the martial artist aspect. Um, what are um, what all have you been trained in? Well, I mean, I'm not a black belt, unfortunately, but um, you know, growing up, I've done some Chinese martial arts. I've done some Japanese martial arts. I've done some Filipino martial arts, some Thai. I've done some, uh, what else? And, and at this time, I'm actually doing Aikido. I practice Aikido right now, but I haven't been in the dojo that much because of, of the blizzard over here, you know? But, I mean, yeah, I'm doing Aikido right now. Yeah, it's been a blizzard over here in Rhode Island, so, you know... <laughs> I mean, I haven't been to the dojo months, but I mean, I miss training, but I still practice for myself. So, yeah, I've been, overall, I've been doing martial arts for 20 years. I'm not a black belt because, you know, I've invested a lot of time and money into music, too, you know? So I kind of, like, balance my life like that growing up, you know? But I, I do want to pursue a degree in martial arts as well. So. Martial arts. As you remember, influence anything or help you in martial arts and, and dealing with the music? Well, you know what? There are certain gods. There are certain gods that, that are warriors. Like, you see Shango. Shango is like a warrior, you know? 
There are certain spirits that are warriors in this tradition. Look at Ogun. Look at Ochoshi. Ogun is the, Ogun is the, uh, what is it called? Ogun is a warrior. You know, um, Ochoshi was a hunter. You know, certain spirits can help us, of course. You know? You know, we use the say to, to protect us and bless us and join combat. You know? There's certain medicines, too. You know, certain medicines and charms that the warriors have employed to go to war, of course. Any yeah, brother, um, one last question. Yeah, uh, we gave out two, two numbers tonight. So we want to thank you for that. And uh, also, oh, if Andrew, sorry. Do you still, are you, are you, can you come back, you know, for another uh, session? When the time is free, invest for you. Um, any it's a pleasure. You know, if you, if you if you like if you enjoyed the show tonight, I'll be more than willing to speak with your group again. You know, I mean, I'm as I said, I mean, regardless of your religion, brother, I'm just trying to help you all to uh, solve your problem. That's why I came tonight. You know, I mean, through 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 um divination and so forth. I'm still a student, like I said. I've, I've been initiated seven years. Um, my skills, I can chant, like I told you. I know how to sacrifice. Um. What else? I'm not to throw cola nut and bit of cola nut to, to see if it's a yes or no, you know, meaning if your sacrifice has been accepted. So with that said, I'm willing to, um, you know, collaborate with other brothers and sisters um, who would like to uh, work with me. You know, um, as I mentioned, my godfather wants me to establish Ele Oshun. Ele Oshun means the house of Oshun, you know, and that means... The, the essence of the house of Oshun is leadership skills, for example. That means men and women can join. You can be a leader in the, in the organization. Ajay, Ajay means powerful personalities. Everybody in in this audience is somebody that has a powerful personality. You know, we're all different in some way, similar and different in some way. And then, of course, honoring women. Those are the three things that I, I developed for the house, you know, those ideas. You know, we have to honor women to, to progress forward for our blessing. And, um... You know, you, you guys can think about that and absorb it and apply it to whatever you believe in, whether they're Christian, Muslim, or Jew, and so forth. Apply that to what you believe in. You know, some people are traditional. Some people have, have thrown away their, their roots and have um, moved forward and, you know, embraced modern culture. But I'm traditional because I'm initiated. You know, I have a Bible. I have a Quran in my room. You know, I have Eastern philosophy. I told you I have Art of War by Sun Tzu. I got the I Ching. You know, I read the stuff from the East, too. I'm not just, I'm not like, you know, just reading Ifa. I'm reading a lot of stuff, you know? Okay, and uh, real quick before we bro- go, brother, uh, we had one last question from the chat line. Uh, they wanted to know, what is the name of your song that's being played in Germany? Oh, the name of my song is called Mighty Jaw. Um, my my artist name is called Imperial Line Herbalist. I did I did that collaboration with Don Goliath Records in Germany. Um, I can give you a little sample of it if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Well, you see, in Germany, hip hop and reggae is big in Germany right now. You know, like uh, there's there's certain Caribbean people, black people are like in Germany now. You know, hip hop and reggae, believe it or not, for some of you who don't know, who don't know. 
is actually big in Germany right now, you know? Mm, okay. And um, my song, yeah, my song is being promoted by a record label in California right now. So, you know, it's been on a couple of radio stations in the United States. My song is doing well in um, Florida and North Carolina. And um, I'm working on doing some more campaigns as well, eventually. Okay. All right. Well, we'll be looking. Um, I'll be definitely be looking out for that there. Well, thanks, man. And um, I gave you my email. Once again, it's OBA. J-E-U-N, J-E-U-N at hotmail.com. Feel free to you know, email me of any questions and comments, and I'll get back to you. And you guys, you know, you guys that are running the show, you guys have my number as well if you want to, you know, have a conversation, you know, out of this show as well, you know? Oh, that. Indeed, indeed. Shukran, guys. If there's any more questions or comments, let me know, please. Um, I, uh, well, I think at this time here, we're going to end the show. Well, I just want to say to the audience, thank you again for having me, Arusha Shalabi. Arusha Shalabi is a uh, Obatala name, and I just want to explain to you how the tradition names people. Yeah, what you call a naming ceremony. That means that when you're initiated, they do a naming ceremony for you, they give you what you call a spiritual name. You see, for example, my birth name is Mustafa. But when I got my reading, you know, when I got my reading, they gave me a spiritual name, Arusha Chalabi, through a reading, you know. Arusha Chalabi means that the white cloth is spread for me to be born. Obatala is the king of the white cloth. So there's many different names in the families of the gods and the goddesses, as I mentioned from previously, you know. And those are the spirits that help us. So it, for those who ever get initiated in the yoga tradition, you're going to find out your own spiritual name, you know, and, and how it uh, benefits you in your life. But with that said, um, I hope you guys have a great night and a great week as well. You too, brother. Thank you for calling. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. All right. Well, that's going to uh, conclude our show tonight. I really want to thank everybody for calling in and joining in on, on the chat line. Please be sure to log back in next week, next Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we'll be joined next week by Brother Amon Yeshua as well, as well as the noble, to- to- uh, excuse me, the noble Terrell Ali Bay. And I'm yours truly, Brother Moore, signing off. Peace. Peace. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.